When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Thank you once again for hanging out with us. Lori and Julia here on MyTalk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Streaming at MyTalk1071.com. Also on the MyTalk app. If you listen to us via the website or the app, why are you not signed up for listener rewards yet? This month, listen for a chance to win $500 from AARP. This and more in listener rewards at mytalk1071.com. Lori and Julia are here sharing all the world gossip that they possibly can. All the world. <laughs> Global gossip. GG. Well, I know I really am so glad be, uh, that Andre has like, become more fierce about the Anna Wintour thing because I thought he was very kind in some of his interviews and even the fact that he let her read his book. And I had a time. I had a time. He doesn't have a warm... What was his first quote? The very first one, she doesn't have a warm... Bone in her bone, body. Yeah, something well, like that. Well, you can't be that thin and be warm. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> okay, if you were as thin as a piece of paper and with that cold of a heart... Mm. There's a reason she always wears layered necklaces and keeps her sunglasses on and has a lot of hair around her face. She's trying to stay warm. It's not easy to be warm when you're that cold. Honestly. Anyway. (laughs) But I mean, as I sit here with my space heater on myself right now. Yeah. So, but because I was curious about that because, um, his book came out before the murder of George Floyd. Yes, it came out mm-hmm. like a month ago. Yep. I mean, it feels it was like around May 11th or mm-hmm. something that that book came out. We yeah. were talking of gossip about trenches. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. what a great name! It's perfect. And I did hear him the first time that he was on um, Sandy Land, and he was kind of being nice about Anna, and I was just like yelling at the radio. She dissed you, you so, so bad. bad. You were such a loyal person. Mm-hmm. People are coming out of the woodwork, former Condé Nast employees oh, at to talk all the magazines. Or just how awful it was, but particularly at Vogue, particularly, basically at all Condé Nast magazines. They, they were entitled people, and people are coming out of the woodwork telling their internship stories being an employee there, how the the disparity in pay and mm-hmm. all of this. It's kind of like, you know, Starbucks is getting slammed today because, you know, they were like, oh, you know, well, they're closing 400 stores, yeah, which does suck because that's they employ people. Yes, they do. But and they'd put out a Black Lives Matter. But two days ago, they told all their employees, no one can wear a Black Lives Matter T-shirt to work. And they're very supportive. It's. Do they have a uniform at all? I don't even. No, re- I don't no, ever go in the, Starbucks. Just a uni- the the apron, but they okay. they they encourage LGBTQ. There's such a discrepancy between rainbow. So it's kind of like uh, they're like, oh, that's too incendiary, Politic. right? You know, and it's like 
It's human rights, peeps. Yeah, yeah. It's human rights. Right. And and uh, all the people with their all lives matter BS. I mean, w- white people, Did you, we don't have, we're not getting killed by police. Just saying. All right. Tell okay. me about the royals. So right Meghan now. Markle. So one of the things, you know, her book is coming, the Harry and Meghan, the making of a There's... modern royal family is coming out August 11th. Okay. One of the things that Obed, um, that we're learning, Omen Scobie, you know, the mm-hmm. royal guy from mm-hmm. Harper's Bazaar, which, by the way, they got their first, that that old battle axe, who I do like, Glenda Bailey, but I was always in awe that she was the editor at Harper's Bazaar. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I was like, how does that woman keep her job for 20 years? She just didn't ever seem fashionable. And then you the we photos. Still, <laughs> but that still is your favorite magazine. It is. You would, so that's how she kept her job. She's I guess she did a good job. I guess so. Well, a, a, a black woman who was at uh, in Condé Nast, I mm-hmm. think she was at Vanity Fair. Yeah, okay. She's the new editor. Okay, so that's kind of happening. So yes, you're right. I, that is my one favorite. Yeah, I've you dropped like out. So Vogue. she's done a good job. All right, thank you. All right, just reminding but you. But I would always, when I'd see her photo, I'd think doesn't well, matter. Deanna Vreeland had of her own kind of severe style. Oh, that's, yeah. Diane Veerlin was Veerlin? very, yeah. Severe. Maybe that's mm-hmm. a fashion thing. I think I don't it is know a it. fashion thing that people have an iconic look. Yeah, I guess. Anyway, the story is, is that Harry told Meghan, if it's as bad as I think it's going to be. What? The racist. Okay. Racism? Yes. Towards them? For, towards you. you. Okay. And towards my children, I will leave the royal family. Okay. Before they got married. Before they got married. Because, listen, when you're 36 years old and you fall in love with a guy who's 34 years old, you are talking about some crap. Especially yes. if you've been married before. It's He's a royal. You know, there's... There's it's not different about what's our pattern going to be for our China. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to talk about that yeah. kind of stuff. Well, yeah, and you're going to talk about it quickly because it's important to be out front. Out front with it. And, you know, listen, you can't tell me that Meghan Markle didn't get crap for... I can only imagine the hor- horrible things. Oh, you're, you know, that people would call her an Oreo. I mean, it's not ah. easy to be black and white and you're, there's uh, racial stuff that's going on. You know, she lived with her mom, didn't have her dad. So I'm just saying that those two had talked about it and she's like thinking, whoa, you know, England kind of has, you do have this colonial past, the royal family, is there a more privileged thing? And what about our kids and sure. how will they be treated? So he said, if it's bad, we're leaving because I don't care. I've been unhappy for a long time being a royal. So all these people that are so mad and they try and say, oh, I'm mad at Meghan because she broke up the royal family. He's it's racism that you can't admit to. She what person could have endured the abuse that she went through and was going to continue, and then it would maybe go on her kids, and then you can't get the family to make one change in their system. You can't get them. You know, they're like, this is the way it is. But but the other thing, because I've been on both sides of this with Megan and Harry and felt differently about blah, 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 but the bottom line is Harry is a 35-year-old man. He, he, yeah, he's 36 now. Or 36 yeah. now. I mean... If and he, he grew can up make fast. Up, he lost his mom when he was twelve. Right. It and 
I mean, does that anything make you grow up faster than, than I don't that? know because I've never experienced it. I should have asked Stephanie because uh, no, that no, her sister sure, she was she older. Yeah, but I don't know. I just think that that does make a kid grow up. But anyway, so yeah. anyway, he, he was that when what that was we, on the table between them. If, if it's, it's going to be bad, we'll leave. And then remember when they first started dating, he had to like within a week of their going to that tennis thing. Please stop all the vile yes. things. He had to make a statement he a did. week of dating her. He did. A plea. And be, and they did back off the be papers. Kind. I love this woman. Yeah. They did back off. And why did they back off? Because they liked Harry. And then, mm-hmm. you know, then they get married and, and you know, basically. Do you have anything new you're telling me? No, but I did get <laughs> Stephanie a little bit. I did get her to admit. Holly, I'm just like, is this just the slot where we just talk about Harry and Meghan? Well, is there nothing I new hope- Waiting for something. Well, I hope when this book comes out in August, yeah, that we do have some new insight into this. And I hope that it, because my dream was always, I hope that they give a scorched earth interview about what's really happening behind the scenes with the royal family in the way that this is happening. Unfortunately, I feel like they're not going to do that, and they, that's disappointing. Yeah, but I think that, and the reason he won't do that is because he, his brother and it's his, his brother, yeah. his grandmother, and it's Come all on. of that. It's Cousins. We're going to be able to do a lot of in-between reading of the lines. And I do hope that there is some way that he does reference, you know, the Queen's favorite son, Prince Randy Andy, the Ooh, pedo prince. So you're expecting some of that in this. Well, I just wonder what will be addressed because he was treated, been treated with somewhat of kid gloves. He thought he would go back to his old life. He basically got kicked out of the royal family. Mm-hmm. For his ties to Epstein. Okay, I watched two of them last night. That, Is that show unbelievable? On what he got away with? Uh, well, I'm only two in. Uh, but well, there's just, only four. Oh, is there only mm-hmm. four? Mm-hmm. I am in shock. Mm-hmm. The second episode, I am just in shock. Third episode, Andrew comes into right, play. Yeah. I haven't seen that yet. But he thought he would just go back to his old life. He, The royal family has such a privileged attitude. Prince Andrew thought... That his affiliation, longtime friendship mm-hmm. with Jeffrey Epstein would be nothing. He could just carry on. That it was no big deal that he was having sex with trafficked young yes. girls under age. It's unbelievable. And how yeah. many? And, and the numbers. And, and there's the numbers. You know, and there's Megan just fell in love with, you know, Harry. The number one bachelor in the world. That's right. Because <laughs> I'm just gonna fall in love with the guy. The, the guy. one that everyone else wants here. I'll oh. take it. It's time for randoms. It is. Let's go. We'll All be right. right back. Smart speakers are the new radios, but sometimes Alexa can be a little tricky. For tips on enabling your Amazon Echo to play my talk, go to mytalk1071.com, keyword Alexa. You know, I saw this story the other day. Do you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if And now. Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay, so I we have had a theory. And um, we know someone in our life, maybe, you and I, that smells like kind of an old person. There's just a smell. Do you know uh, what I mean? Are they old? Yeah. Like a, it's just a, it's a chicken noodle soup smell. Well, here, so today... <laughs> It's just a smell. You know when you it's just open old... the can of soup? That well, kind this of is, is a smell. Well, there's, yes. So yeah. there's just an old person smell. I mean, everyone knows this, you know, if you have, there's just a certain smell. 
Um, and today it's real. The old person smell is real. There's a chemical called 2 naniel N-O-N-E-N-A-L, that's created by other chemicals in the body breaking yeah. down over time that produces the smell. And so it's admitted by your skin, and it's a byproduct of the normal aging process. Oh, jeez. So smell is, you know, often associated with elder care facilities. I mean, we all, if anyone's ever smelled the old person smell, you know the old person smell. And there's also an old person, you know, bathroom smell. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so if you've noticed... (laughs) It's always slightly baby powder with a bad... With a bad smell. So what they are talking about this... Uh, two dash. This is very disappointing. I thought it was like kind of from where people couldn't wash and no, like, it has nothing. No, it, it has nothing to like, do with that. Getting trapped no. in saggy. Oh no. Skin. Oh. So it it this this <laughs> what happens? This older person smell is a genuine phenomenon mm-hmm. that can affect people from the age of forty and up. What? No. Oh. Um, they're most likely to. This is how they're describing this, and they're saying... Another reason to keep some body hair. Well? For some pheromones. Okay, fine, Lori. Whatever you say. Oh, for God. I knew that would get done. Again, save the pubes. Mm -hmm. Okay, so um, this distinctive whiff that people are often describing as greasy... You know, when you open the can of soup, it's got the fat on the top of it. Yeah. Or a grassy odor. The study suggested that the pong, which is a strong smell, is caused by the emission of skin gas. And so um, these two experts at um, in uh, Japan and one's in uh, England. You know, theories is at five thirty. You could have, we could have, uh, you could have just given. You think this, this is a me. theory? Well, I don't know. You said you're the one who started. I have a theory. You said you I and I know anything. someone who no. smells. Well, we just know that there's an old person smell. And I think that a lot of people know that there is an old person smell, no matter how much the person bathes. It's on their clothes, no matter how much they're watched. There is just a smell, and it's a gas emitted from your skin. Okay, I guess, I first of all, I've been trying to figure out who this mutual person is, because I don't know who it is. It's not someone close to us. Okay. But we both know the person. Because okay. we always say, oh, it's the old person smell. Do you when we ever, I say this? Yes, we do. Whenever we go to a certain <laughs> spot, and it's not here. Okay. So, oh, um, okay. All right. <laughs> the process is called lipid peroxidation, which is breaking down fats, and it's caused by stress where the body produces um, a surplus of harmful animal. Anyway, there's things that you can do for it, but it doesn't matter how much you wash or anything. Blackberries can help out with this. Right? But I thought that was kind of mm-hmm. wild, yeah. that there really is... There's a gas that's produced by people. If, if I can get close down. to my mom and dad. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Dad, I'm going to take a big, deep breath oh. and see if I smell anything because I've never noticed anything on... On my parents. It's not people we really know closely, but you know, you know, and I know. You're contradicting everything. I'm just saying, you you and I know someone. Okay, so Sour Patch Kids, do you ever eat those those candies, those Sour Patch Kids? They were created in Canada in 1970. This is just random. Mm -hmm. They were originally called Mars Men, and they were designed to look like aliens, and then they changed them to Sour Patch Kids. Probably because of Cabbage Patch. Probably. Probably. I feel like, I don't know when those things came out, but... Early 80s. Oh, is it early 80s? Mm-hmm. What a thing to invent, though. Candy. To oh. be a candy heir. Oh, Lori. To be a candy oh, entrepreneur. Lori. That'd be fun. Makes me want to have a nut goodie right now from Pearson's. Mm-hmm. Or mm. a nut roll. Salted nut roll. Salted nut roll. Oh, like the those. nougat. Oh, yum. That sounds so good right mm-hmm. now, doesn't it? All right, this is just um, another weirdo thing, but Michael Phelps... The swimmer. swimmer. He holds a ton of swimming records, but he also holds a record for golf, too. He holds the world's record for the longest televised golf putt. He nailed a 190-foot, 59-foot putt for an eagle on live TV during a celebratory golf um, tournament thing. I like his PSAs he's doing for mental health. Oh, I haven't seen those. Yeah, about going to counseling, specifically. Oh, good for him. Yeah. Good yeah, for him. He's been very, he's become a big advocate. Okay. Other things yes. that are happening. Um, just when you thought you um, knew what all the rules were for the Grammys, they've changed the rules, Lar. I hope you no longer. I hope for good. This just happened yesterday. You don't have to be a new artist to win the best new artist award for the Grammys anymore. What? Isn't this weird? In 2016, there was a rule. It stated that the Best New Artist nominee had to release at least five tracks or one album during the year that they were nominated. Now, the new one is there's no limits on how much music an artist has released. Instead, you are only not eligible if you have, quote, already been established. You know what? The Grammys are, they, <laughs> they got some problems. They got some there. problems. The other day they said uh, they're, they're, weren't going to call, use the category urban contemporary. They're calling it progressive R&B. R&B. I'm just like, Ew. what's wrong with the word urban? Well, because it's like people go, oh, you're black. It's going to be black oh. music is, is what it's, it's kind of become code for. I remember Prince spot this too, because. That's always been a way that uh, the music industry has been biased towards. Yeah, yeah, I know it. Anyway, we're looking at everybody. Aren't All we? right, and no, we're looking there at There is you. a real issue if your body admits the gas. <laughs> you smell like an old person. <laughs> Starts at age forty. All right, we'll be back. Something. Oh, a nice whiff of Kelly Clarkson. You're going to be able to bond with Reba. You both divorce. A father and a son. A father and a son. It's going to be a deep, You both divorced men from the same family. family. <laughs> All those Blackstock men. Norville and Brandon. Yeah, I mean, because those two have always stayed close. Oh, always. I guess Kelly had talked those two into staying together two years longer than they both wanted know. to originally. Yeah, she's like, you guys got to stay together. You're the greatest couple. Oh, what happened to Kelly? Well, remember when you announced you were getting divorced? 
a year after it, I was separated. Right. Mm-hmm. And the people are, they want to, it's just human nature. We want to know who's to what blame. Happened? What happened? Who's Even though fault? everyone would have been firmly on your side, just like oh, firmly on you. Kelly's side. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm that just saying, our guy. radio people, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. But you, you've got, there was you, no, no one sides. has to pick. I know, but people love to have a side and be a team. What happened? Because they're always so sure that somebody got screwed over yeah. by somebody else. We always jump to the conclusion there's another person. Don't you remember why I did that that day? Because we ran into someone that CJ was going to write a story on me. Yeah. And the old gossip columnist. Mm-hmm. And it was like nine months after. What no did your little PR guru tell you? Get Take ahead the of the bull story. by the horn and announce it. Get ahead of the story. Get Ugh. ahead. It um, had only been nine months. Yeah, I know it. I know it. <laughs> um, uh, by the way. Yes. Uh, this There's kind of, there's just been like so many kind of amazing stories that have uh, been coming out about people taking action um, about just all of the anti-racist behavior that we've just looked the other way and whether it was, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I have felt some real shame that I wasn't more upset when previous men lost their lives to police, you know, that I wasn't, I don't Outraged. know. Yes, that it's taken yes. so long. But I mean, we're here. We're here now. And I mean, it's just there's it's really if you're not doing a, a, a good, hard look at yourself, um, you know, I, what are you waiting for? Right. <laughs> First of all, and I know a lot of people's good, hard looks has been, you know, washing their social media and unfriending and blocking people. I mean, there's been people who have been felt, you know, really well, you don't want to. Yeah. And sometimes you only know, you don't really know people. You're just like, I know them on Facebook or whatever. And, um, but anyway, there's been um, a lot of uh, uh, things. And somebody, it's been amazing how many people, young people have influenced uh, things. And a uh, Merriam Webster, and I want to thank the redhead for telling us about this. Uh, her name is uh, uh, well Kennedy Mitchum. She's a recent grad of Drake University in mm-hmm. Iowa. She had uh, respond. She had sent something to, to Miriam yeah. that you guys need to change your definition. You need to include of a reference to systemic oppression. Oppression is part of racism and what that is. And an editor responded, and they agreed to update their definition mm-hmm. because many people when they are so fierce about the fact that they think they're not racist, racist, mm-hmm. uh, they use the Merriam-Webster defini- definition in the dictionary to hide behind, kind of like the Confederate sure, flag. Sure, sure. Sure, sure. And so anyway... And they also said... She we are- became aware of it four years ago when she entered college, and as is college kids are wont to do, to have a lot of philosophical discussions yeah, about everything... And this was, she said, I was, um, you know, this is how there were a lot of things that were uh, racist, but because they're not as blatant, it doesn't mean it's still not happening. Sure. Anyway, she got them to change. I love this story. That's great. I love this story. And also, Merriam Webster Dictionary also said, we have more space now because we're not confined to a published dictionary because no one buys dictionaries anymore. It's online. Yeah. That was the second part. I thought that was really cool.
Um, and then there is this pledge that, or a thing that, a challenge that happened last week with um, a lot of black beauty brands. They challenged companies to do the 15% pledge, which is what to does make, that mean? means make space on your shelves in your stores for, for 15% of products that are for people of color. That's right. Love it. And for a. Uh, was the first major retailer to take the 15% pledge. And um, so it was started, yeah, by like just like two weeks ago. And they were just like, you know, we do this because there's a lot of brands. And it's really, there's a movement with dance company manufacturers to have ballet shoes and dance shoes to have the rainbow more, at least have more than pink and and cream ballet slippers. Oh, so to match different colors of skin. Yeah. Love it. I mean, but Love duh. It. Lori, it, it's, yeah. Um, and by the way, um, boy, Andre Leon Talley, he really, I love how salty he's, I, I love that he kind of realized that maybe he was giving Anna a pass mm-hmm. for even in his book. Um, but he, he got more candid, um, when he did this episode with Sandra Bernhard and um, she specifically brought up Anna's apology that was internal to um, um, the Vogue folks reflecting on her white privilege and apologizing that she hadn't done enough, you know, and blah, blah, blah. And he said, I would like to say, as she made this statement, the announcement of the first black female editor at Harper's Bazaar, Samira Nasser that is groundbreaking news, and this has impacted her. And he he recall he he referred to her as she who is the dame of American Vogue. He's Ooh, not even saying her, her name, name you guys. And then he said, and if people clearly want to remember- that statement comes because Samira, who's going to be the Harper's Bazaar editor, is going to run competition rings around her. Mm-hmm. And we already like Harper's that. Bazaar better than Vogue. Yeah, and Harper's it, Bazaar. Pub, we'll just put it in good context. Harper's Bazaar published by Hearst, the competitor. Yes, to Condé Nast. Yeah, and he said that's yeah. And so anyway, he just uh, he they really talked about a, a lot of things. But I love that he is tying those two oh, together. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, the fact that you know people are telling Harper's their, has content that you want. Vogue is just, I don't know it's, what it is. It's stuffy. It's, it's nothing. Stuffy. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's a stuffy magazine and it has been for a and long it time. It tries to be aspirational, but it's like. It's stuffy. Yeah. yeah. Remember I, when Anna Wintour called people in Minnesota little houses? No, yes. where were the flyover state? Remember? Why would we talk to that flyover state? And we were little houses, you're right. Yes. Meaning wide loads. Yeah. Um, one of them. <laughs> I'm just trying. How Hollywood speak that? It means we got wide loads with your big butts. Yeah. And um, um, he uh, and and he also said, you know, he realizes now that one of the reasons Anna liked him around is he was her token black person. I was person. just going to say that. Wow. And then she could have a 99% white staff, staff. because she, she could say, well, Leon is my... My you know, guy, my go-to editor in chief, or whatever his his title was. But Conde Nast, uh, people are just writing on Twitter and Instagram, right and left. Um, it, one guy who worked at GQ, which is the Conde yep, Nast yep. family, he wrote on Twitter. He said, "I have to say, the people there were not as snobbish, elitist, and low-key racist as they've been portrayed in movies and TV. 
they were worse. Oh, and um, and uh, yeah, another uh, person said uh, that she worked at um, Vogue. Okay, no, not at Vogue. Yeah, my time at Vogue was the most challenging, miserable time of my career. The bullying and testing from white counterparts, the thankless work, the terrible base pay, and the racism every day in the office was exhausting. <sighs> and then another person that worked at GQ said a white exec on the digital business team dressed up in a chicken suit with gold chain sagging pants and wrapped at the start of the meeting. And HR was present and everyone was laughing. Myself and the other black employees went to HR and they were like, oh, well, we're sorry you're offended. Mm-hmm. We thought it was funny. So anyway, people are like really, I don't know. I'm expecting Anna Wintour. Uh, maybe she's just going to get out that September issue and that'll be it. That'll be but, done. She'll be done. Yeah, she'll 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 be done. And then um, Andy Cohen has been having some really kind of amazing Watch What Happened Live this week. Two nights on Monday and Tuesday, you had uh, W. Kamu Bell and Portia Williams. And I thought, oh my gosh, how is this going to go? Because he's this very intellectual guy. I don't know if he teaches at Berkeley. Do you know where he, what, what Kamu Bell? I know he's an author. I mean, he's on shows. I've seen him on Bill Maher. I've seen him. I don't know what he does. I know he wrote a song with Prince. Yeah, I'm not sure. Anyway, but I thought Portia, you know, from the Real Housewives right. of Atlanta, and I know she's the granddaughter of a civil rights leader, but I remember a few seasons ago, she, you know, pretended not to know what the Underground Railroad was. But now I see that was an act because, my gosh, she and uh, they're like, she is really bringing some real conversations. Well, no, she is bringing some realness and some smarts. And you realize, oh, okay, she, there's a little bit of, you know, created drama for the housewives where people might a hide little bit. you know but i'm just saying where they might hide like uh how smart they are you know to get that job or Kinda keep like it going what we do. yeah exactly mm-hmm. but last night candy burris and tamron hall were on is it good yeah and you know what andy had asked them to he asked tamron i want to ask you ladies about your first time you remember someone being racist to you mm-hmm. and tamron just said andy we're, we're we don't even we're sick of telling that story too just know it's been going on right. all our lives and we're moving forward and we want to talk about what is changing right now because we all can tell the same stories. Right. Wow. Yeah. I thought that was, it made me realize how much, again, I just want to pound NBC that they let Tamron Hall go. Oh. They they took Megan Kelly and let Tamron Hall go. They could, oh. they had a gold they did. mine of a, just an we amazing... Yep. And she did everything. MSNBC, she could mm-hmm. fill in for the nightly news. She worked at the Today Show. You wonder if, because if those... Is she coming back this fall with her talk yeah, show? Yes. Is she, okay. Yeah, she okay. is. So, and Candy Burris was really amazing. She got all choked up because her four little, her four year old boy wants to be a police officer, and he wanted to know why there was stuff about police. And she just started crying. She's like, "What well, mom has to explain to a four year old? You know, they want to dress up like a, a police officer, but why are people saying police are, are bad?" She said, "He's four. Yeah. You know, I mean, it was. It's really been." 
Andy's been, you know, I'm glad he's been turning it over to some people and just uh, letting them talk and giving them a platform kind of. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So anyway. All right. Listen, we'll be right back. We've got a lot to Hollywood speak. So what are you trying to say? Hollywood. Hollywood speaking. What is the meaning of this? I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. All right, Annie, what do we got? Okay. Do you think it means... Anything at all that uh, Stassi Schroeder's mom has started a change.org organization and a GoFundMe to get Bravo to hire back her daughter? Yeah. Okay. It's so- hashtag stand up and support Stassi. Oh. Why would. <laughs> because she's lost everything. She yeah. lost her job that she's yeah. had for eight years. She lost her wine. She lost her podcast. She lost a publicist. She what lost did she do? Agent. Was she racist? What did she do? Oh, she, this is the one. Um, she and another gal had called. And the only reason we know about it is because Faith Stowers, who was on season six, uh, said, you know, these girls Havana called the police on me. Oh, right. And said, I look like the person who was wanted for stolen jewelry. Who would? Yeah, I know. I, I just. We, listen, this uh, this sassy, she's. Anyway, she's something, and she was going to have a wedding on Bravo. She's losing. Every, well, she lost it all. All she's her been money. canceled. She's been canceled, okay. and um, so her mom. Mom is out there fighting for. Her. Yeah, she, uh, she's. It's called um, stand up and support Stassi. The account is asking fans to call her former PR agency because she needs her back. Oh, please! And her brother is begging. People that she likes entertaining people. She was just trying to be entertaining. That's when not she funny. called the cops. That's not Who's ever yeah. done that? Just to be, I mean, we like to entertain, but I have never picked up the phone mm-hmm. and called the police. It's kind just of just to be entertaining. It's kind of like uh, that Chris Cooper, you know, the bird watcher in Central Park, yes. when he said, you know, the Karen in the park yes. by the name of Amy who called and said, I'm going to call and tell a, an African American man is threatening my life. Right. I mean, who would the fact that she got so indignant that, mm. and that she would call the police on him and and he told I think this was on Oprah's thing mm-hmm. he said one of the reason he wears nerdy little glasses is he looks less threatening to white people in his nerdy glasses and you just and want then he took to off his glasses <laughs> no and he took yeah. off his glasses. Oh, well, that's but, in the in the uppity movie that I told you about the story of Willie T. Is it ribs? I think. Yeah, um, Willie T. Rib. Uh, the the driver um, for Formula One, and he at one point got in a fight with another driver, and the other driver's girlfriend was in the car, and so they reported that he hit the girlfriend, and he never that did. That can get a black person. He was suspended killed. first time ever. Yeah. yeah. No, it's just amazing what people do. But I, as a joke. Calling the cops on somebody that's... And this was two years but that, ago. It doesn't matter what right. it was. Why they didn't this? get fired two years ago. That's a waste was, of our police force time, first of all. 
And I don't and it's think, not funny. And, no, it's not. And I don't think Sassy will be rehired. No. Does anyone want to watch her? No. I, no. I don't it's watch just, this. I no, wish. it's ugly behavior. It is. Just, truly. Yeah, and Jax. Um, These really, are we're talking needs, housewives. I mean, no, we're talking Vanderpump pumps. rules. Yeah, he <laughs> he could go too. Anna Kendrick is in the hot water with the Twilight fans. Why? What did she do? Well, she did a. Um, a this is. I think she did this little. Um, you know, Vanity Fair. They will do these little Q and As, and she's got yeah. that TV series on. Anna Kendrick does. It's the new. It's new. It's not a. T- yeah, it's on HBO Max, and it's. Supposed to be a combination of Sex in the City meets something yes. like Tinder. Yeah. Well, anyway, so she's <laughs> okay. doing a little publicity, okay. and everyone is going to doing these Instagram stories. So this is with Vandy Fair, and she, uh, if you don't remember, she had a supporting part in Twilight. She was one of the oh, high I school girls. That. Okay. You know, and um, anyway, and I'll just remind you to give context to maybe what she says. Robert Pattinson first dated Nikki Reed, who was on that in that movie, and then he started dating Kristen Kristen Stewart, Stewart. and they were all very young. Anyway, she just said, um, uh, she said, I, I just, it was traumatic, and it was like a hostage situation working every day on that movie. And now the Twilight people are really, really, really upset with her. She's just being. Just saying, uh, hyper hyperbole. I mean, she was just like really that it was. You can only imagine the set is sixteen to twenty two year olds. Yes, right. Yes, it, it was mm, poor choice of words. Absolutely poor choice. You of could words. have said we were miserable. My socks were wet. I don't, it was cold on it, set. It's the the I agree. The hostage situation. Right, but a hostage situation that she has no clue what that would be like. Right. It's you can't. I don't understand that. Yeah. Well, maybe that's why people are more mad at her than anything is well, the language. I, guess. It's the, I think that's 100% yeah. language because you have never experienced that. And I don't know. How do you feel about Zoom unions? I don't know what Please that means. Define. Is this the new wedding? No, a Zoom union is what we're calling TV show reunions that get oh. together. Well, a people, Zoom union. Have, people like Parks and Rec yeah. when they did it. And um, how do you feel about a Zoom union of mad men? I'd love it. Yes. I would, now, I would watch that in a heartbeat. <gasps> if they take questions. If they dress like their character, though, a little bit. Please. I mean, that would be, I would. Basically, Elizabeth Moss, here's what she oh, says. Okay, Because she is, um, you know, t- making the rounds online virtually for this movie, Shirley, which is about the author who wrote The Haunting of Hill House, Shirley Jackson. Sure, sure. Okay. Supposed to be, she's supposed to be good. She's a good actress. But here's what she said about a Zoom union for Mad Men. Oh, I don't know. Maybe we have. And then she laughed. Well, they've probably had Zoom happy hours with everyone who's on the staff. I mean, you, that would be fun. I would be all in for that one. Mm-hmm. Just the key people. I don't want any of the really proliferary folks. And Just, would you think that Elizabeth Moss is everybody's favorite Scientologist at this point? 100%. She, always, she has been. Yeah, she yeah. has been. And by the way, if you could ask a question from the Where's audience. Tom Cruise? Julia. Training for his flight to the He's in moon. London at the Scientology... 
That yes. place. Spinning an anti-gravity machine, so he's getting ready. And, and I wouldn't <laughs> be at all surprised if he's had some plastic surgery oh, in this time. Oh, yeah, a little rest. Well, we're jealous. <laughs> we are jealous. This yeah. would have been yeah. a perfect time because the swelling would be down. Everything would be ready. Allegedly, Tom Cruise is taking over an old Royal Air, Fa- Air uh, Force base so that they can start filming Mission Impossible 7 again. Wow. Well, they need to get back to it. Yeah, well, filming Yeah, filming start. is starting. But would anyone in the Zoom union for Mad Men, will anyone address the thing that kept coming out in all the tabloids, how John Hamm's Hamaconda was making was his just... co-stars uncomfortable in the many... It wouldn't matter because we wouldn't know scenes. what he's wearing on the bottom. I know, but I mean, you know, <laughs> why didn't they... Remember all the remember, stories? It, but but it how in, can I forget, Lori, you brought them all up? I remember the pictures from yeah. the tabloids. Remember the first and picture he was he's making walking. his co-workers Very uncomfortable. uncomfortable. I don't think he that is a, That needs to be addressed at the Zoom meeting. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy Five or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.